Jeremiah chapter 17. And I want to encourage you to write these scriptures down and to look at them. Jeremiah 17. Uh, I've said this before from the pulpit. Uh, when I was in the real estate business for many years, if an agent would come on and we would discuss things, I would say to them, you need to know Jeremiah 17, 9 if you're going to be in the real estate business. What does it say? The heart is deceitful above all things. Above everything. Now, here's what I want to get to. Adam and Eve sinned. Romans 5 said, for by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. There's a lot came with that. The propensity that Satan had to deceive them, they have in their heart toward other people. If we're not careful, we are just like Satan or Satan is still through lost mankind. Lost mankind has embedded in him the same spirit of deception that Satan has. And you and I need to know something tonight. Our, somebody says, oh, follow your heart. Oh, don't do that. Why should you not do that? Because the heart is deceitful above all things. One of the first things we need to understand tonight that are, there's three levels of deception. There's self-deception where we deceive ourselves. There's deception by, from other people. And then there's satanic deception. Satanic deception, deception from other people, and then self-deceived. These are the three levels of deception that can hit a person. But <clears throat> it's often, if we can take care of this one, we can often fight off and identify and conquer the other two. Amen. But if you're self-deceived, yeah. there's not much hope of you fighting off the deception of Satan and other people. Right. So what does it say there? The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked who can know it. Now, of course, that's talking about our old man. And I still have my old man with me. Yeah. And he's still deceitful. He still wants to tell me I can get by with sin. He still lies to me and tells me that it won't cost me. He still tells me that, oh, well, it's not that bad. Yeah. He's deceiving me every day of my life, and I have to fight that off. Now, I want you to get this down first of all. You know this, but I'm just going to remind you of things you already know. The only way that you and I can defeat deception is through the Word of God. Amen. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's not going to come by humanistic intellectualism. It's not going to come by just, you know, having worldly wisdom. You're going to have to know what does the Bible say about this issue. And it even goes deeper than that to where you're able to, de to discern fakery and deceit that's going on around you by your spirit. This is a spiritual book. There may be things that are not just per se mentioned about detail about that issue, but there'll be a general principle in the Bible about that, that you can use to discern deception. Deception is all around you and I. The news media is just literally a huge, constant deception. Deception can occur by lying to you outright, giving you false information, but deception can also be by not giving you truth. And presenting truth to you. There's a lot of ways to deceive people. I'm glancing over here to my left and I see brother. Uh, uh, <laughs> boy, I'm telling you, that's getting bad. This makes me so mad. I could, this, this so hurts my pride. <laughs> brother Rice. Junior, do you still work in the courts? That lady uh, is, a, what do you call it, stenographer in courts. And she's typing 90 mile an hour, everything everybody says, right? I want to ask you, 
Do you ever see any deception in the courtrooms? All the time, isn't it? The whole, you go in and watch a court case, there's constant deception going on. I feel, I'll be honest with you. I feel sorry for you. I'd hate to sit and listen to what you listen to all the time. But somebody's got to do it. Amen. And, uh, and I'm glad you're there as representative of the Lord. But anyway, uh, deception is everywhere around you. Uh, young people, be careful about being deceived in pursuing a life mate. I mean, just be really, really careful about that. You know, I've watched over the years, you know, kids, did, how many, you girls, all you boys, take your fingers and plug your ears. Oh, you boys, plug your ears right here. Hey, girls, all boys are liars. Including <laughs> me. I deceived Karen. That's how I got her married to, married to me. I made her think I was a nice guy. Now, listen to me. That doesn't mean that everybody's just malicious, but I'm going to be honest with you. If we're not careful, girls, boys, now all you girls plug your ears up. Yeah. Boys, girls are not all they look and appear to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got somebody's listening real good up here. All right. Okay. So we're just going to go through a bunch of verses tonight. Now, listen, I'm going to let the word of God preach to you tonight. And we're going to take off a message. You want to write them down? Luke 21, 8, 21, 8. And you guys just kind of run ahead of me a little bit if you can there. And he said, Jesus is talking now. He said, take heed that ye be not deceived. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near, go ye not therefore after. Now, one of the first things the Bible teaches, don't be deceived about who Jesus Christ is. Now, not only false Christ that may come on the scene claiming to be Christ, but uh, there, there are false Jesuses in churches across America. Right. You need to really know your Bible in order to discern that. Are they, are they preaching the Jesus of the Bible or are they preaching another Jesus? Paul warned about being deceived that they will project out another Jesus. And it's not going to be the Jesus of the Bible. It's going to be totally different. He's going to be a, he's going to be a rock and roll hippie. Yeah. Yeah. You got all kinds of Jesuses out there. You got Jesuses that are a mad, angry God that's mad at you. And, they, and that's not Jesus either. But you have to read your Bible to know who Christ is. Amen. The only way you will not. How many has ever walked into a church service and your spirit just said, mm, something ain't right here. Yeah. Something's not. And you couldn't just spot it, you know, and everybody was worshiping Jesus. But your spirit is like, man, something's wrong here. This just ain't right. And so about that now. <clears throat> You know, I was in the auction business for 47 years, and I tell you, I've seen everything but maybe. And um, I think I've told you about, you know, selling Holstein heifers, Springer heifers. That was a big issue whenever I was doing all that. And, 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 and a heifer that's three-titted or blind in one quarter is what to call it. Uh, you know, she's just not worth what the others are. Because your milk machine has four <laughs> deals, okay? And, uh, you know, she's, if she's three-titted, they call it. this bad. Well, I've seen guys take uh, medicine that looked like fluid... And shoot it up into the, the teat so that when the veterinary checked it, it looked like, oh, she's okay. But after they got her home, maybe in two or three weeks, four weeks later, she caved. She blind in a quarter. And then they come back and say, you said this. I mean, it gets, gets wild. But literally deceiving people. Just, I mean, people would deceive you over a dollar bill so fast, make your head swim. Have you ever bought a vehicle? And they said, oh, man, it runs like a top. Oh, you had, you bought one of those. <laughs> Your house? Oh, yeah. Is there anything wrong with this house? Nothing wrong with this house. I mean, how many knows that withholding information that you would want to know yeah. is deception? Amen. Always think about this. Would you want to know what you, would you want to know that information if you were buying and not selling? Yeah. 
That's a good way to go about it. Would I want to know this? And, and, and whenever we was in the Archbishop's truth about this, I would, I would know everything. Couldn't they know? I don't care if you walked up to it, took a picture of it and everything else. You don't know unless you get on that tractor and take it out in the field and hook it up just really how it's going to work. And it could have a hundred different things wrong with it. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. And a lot of times, you know, and I would tell people, here's what I'd tell if you're having a sale. I'd say, listen, all I ask you to do is just t- say, if there's any kind of defect that you know, just tell it. Yep. Just tell it. Don't worry about it. You're better off. And, uh, and, and, but other than that, we're going to sell everything as is where it is. Now, why did I do that? Because I don't know everything that's wrong with everything. So it's as is where it is. You check it out. You check it out. You don't want if you, something you don't like, don't bid on it. You bid on it and pay for it. It's yours. Because I said as is where it is. There's no way for us to know whether that baler's got a problem. No way for us to know whether that uh, is something has got a gear nearly out of it. A lot of times people will sell stuff and they know something's about to blow. You know, so so we need to be careful about deception. You know, don't don't lie to make money. Don't deceive people to make money. You know, in this church and we need to pray for each other because, I mean, we all got that flesh. Our hearts are deceitful. I don't care if you're saved or not. You can you can be pressed, you know, about, you know, hey. Now, and so, and so we need to tell the truth as much as we know, but because best, at best you can do, you know, I want to tell you something about buying something used. You're buying something used. That's right. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Now, if you didn't know, that's one thing. Uh, a dear friend of mine is going to be coming to church probably before too long on a, on a Sunday night. And uh, I won't go into very much detail about it because I still want to, but uh, about 30 years ago, I had an auction up at Seymour. A lot of good equipment there. It's really a nice sale. And uh, he bought a, a, a rubber-tired loader. And I mean, it was a nice dude. If I remember right, it was, a, it was a cat. I'm not sure, but it was a nice loader. Four-wheel articulating loader. And this guy bought it, and, and he wanted to drive it home. And it really wasn't all that far if he cut through the country. On the way home, that thing blew up. The motor blew up. And he called me, and he said, Reggie... He said, and he gave big money for it. He said, Reggie, I was on the way home. That thing blew up on me. Engine blew. He says, is there anything we can do? I says, I'll call the owners. I'll tell them what happened if they want to help you on it. But legally, there's not a thing in the world I can do. And I did call the sellers and they said, Reggie, now watch this. And I, I have no reason to believe they lied. They said, Reggie, as far as we knew, everything was fine. It hadn't given us any trouble. What happened? I don't know. But I have no reason to say, wow, you're a lion. You knew something's wrong with that. Right. So you want to be really careful about your business dealings and stuff. Sometimes people are going to think you deceived them and you didn't. You just did. It just happened. I had another sale. In uh, fact, it's north of Mansfield one time and this guy bought this used tractor. And if we started it, they drove it around and their stuff. This guy bought it, had his son to drive it home. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit of something. If you're going up and down these high hills and you're going 90 miles an hour going down, and you, and you, tractors are not road r- rigs. Yeah. I don't care what the Amish are doing. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, this was an old tractor and he was going down this hill. And what, what happens, guys? You can't. The compression built up in it, I guess. I don't, that kind of, I don't know. But anyway, it blew. Well, you know what he did? He stopped the check on it. And I, had, I wound up paying for that, tra- that deal. Because the checks are written to me. And he stopped the check. And he made me out to be a big deceiver. You knew that tractor wasn't right. I mean, he just painted me out to be a regular crook. 
I'd never drove a tractor in my life. I, saw, I said, I sold that tractor as is, where is he? I don't care. I've already stopped check. And let me say something to you. It's kind of good for preachers to get out in the real world. Amen. Because you're getting to preach to people going through things just like that. And you don't have a clue what they're going through. But you can get into a lot of things. Now, do I think that seller that I don't know what did he tell? I don't know. I don't know. But be careful about things. You know, the biggest issue is, is your conscience clear? Right. That's, can you honestly say my conscience is clear about that matter? Anyway, all right, let's take off. Look, let's go to Matthew 24, 4 and 5. Jesus answered and said, and then take heed that no man deceive you. There's, a, there's the deal being deceived by man. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Let's go to verse number 11, uh, 24. Let many false prophets shall arise and do what? Deceive many. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I remember being up there at, uh, come through Ozark one night. And, uh, and uh, man, the traffic, you could, I mean, traffic was everywhere, backed up, backed up everywhere. I mean, I never saw it like I thought, what on earth is going on? All of a sudden, I saw on a sign that Joyce Myers was there. And I'm telling you, I never saw such a traffic jam deal in Springfield, that area in my life. I do not think there was room to hold the crowd that was coming. And she is a deceiver. First of all, she's a false prophet, prophetess, whatever you want to call her. She has no business doing what she's doing. Never seen anybody like her in my life get up and prance around a pulpit with her butch haircut and her tight jeans on. And you never, I guarantee you, you can figure her out by what she won't preach on. And she, and I'm going to tell you something else about it. I can see right straight through her. She delights in the deception. She's fooling people. She just, she's got those people in the palm of her hand pouring money out to her. You know, I do wish I had the power of Benny Hinn. I could zap you and fix you, but I can't do it. <laughs> They're all over the place. That's They're great. all over the place. Yeah. What's that guy named Dollar? Anybody, anybody Creflo. Huh? Creflo. Creflo what? Creflo Dollar. Man, I wish that my last name was Dollar. <laughs> Good grief. And they pour that money out to them. All right, let's go. Romans 16, verse number 18. By the way, everybody online, welcome. Glad you're here. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own what? Their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches. What's a fair speech? We're not talking about fair equity here. We're talking about fair. Flowery. Man, it makes you feel so good about yourself. Oh, you know, on, on Facebook, it makes me sick. I tried to put on there, I'm a preacher. They don't, they, they don't accept that. I'm a motivational speaker. Yeah. I want to tell them, I am not a motivation. You're not motivated to do anything. Yeah, I am. I want to motivate people to be saved. Amen. All right, so I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> By good words and fair speeches, deceive. Now watch this. The hearts of the simple. Now what is the simple? A simple is not a person who doesn't have good intelligence. A simple is a person who just doesn't know. And so if you don't know the book, you're simple. You just don't know. doesn't mean you don't have the capacity to know, but you don't know. You see, I may be simple about, I'm simple about computers. I don't know. All I know is I get near them and they go. I don't, I mean, I get near anything technological and it's just like devils come out of it. It's bad. They hate me. But I'm simple. Somebody says, oh, it's just simple, Reggie. No, it's not simple for me. I'm just ignorant about it. It may be for you, but it's not for me. But spiritually, what he's saying here, you better know this book. Amen. 
You better not be ignorant or simple about the truth of God's word or you will get deceived. Let's go to the next one here. First Corinthians uh, 3.18. Let no man, watch the, here's the self-deception, deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. God is warning there about deceiving yourself, about being, you know, well, I'm smart. Boy, I tell you what, I, I, I know how to get it done. I'm, I'm slick. Watch that kind of stuff. Deceiving yourself. Ephesians 4, uh, verse number 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about, watch this, with every wind of doctrine. Now, wind in the Bible is a type of the Holy Spirit. Satan is an imitator. He will create a false wind, a false spirit that's moving through. And if you don't know every wind of what? Doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness Whereby they lie in wait to what? Deceive. They're literally lying in wait to deceive you. Yeah. <clears throat> Here just recently, there was a, a lady reported in the church in Springfield that she had three toes grow down, that she had lost. Anybody hear that and see that? Yeah. I saw that. And they were asked to produce the evidence. Couldn't do it. Still have, all of a sudden the story died. But they were really trying to zap people up that she had had three toes grow down on her. And they asked for pictures before and pictures. I mean, I'll be honest with you. See, supposedly a bunch of ladies had gathered around her and prayed. And all of a sudden her toes started growing out. And they pl- blasted this all over Springfield. Yeah, And somebody said, you know, I'll be honest with you. Brother, hey, hey Dean, wouldn't you like me to do that? Now, if we was going to have Dean's had toe trouble, right? So we're going to pray over Dean. Now, if that happened, don't you think somebody ought to have their camera out taking a picture watch of it growing? Yeah. They do everything else. You can't tell me that they wouldn't have took a hat. hat. Some woman would have had her phone out with that thing taking a picture. Amen. Yeah. What's it all about? Deceiving. Okay, let's go to Ephesians 5, 6. Let no man what? Deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. What's he talking about above that? It's talking about, hey, you you think that you're a Christian and you just perpetually do these kind of things. There's no change in your life. You're deceived. Let's go to the next one. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number 3. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day, the day of Christ, shall uh, shall not come except there come a fallen away first and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. That, by the way, the day of Christ there in the verse above, that's talking about when Christ comes back and his coming back in Revelation 19 and through Revelation 20. That's the day of Christ. And God says, don't let anybody deceive you about that. By the way, there's a lot of stuff you get on. I mean, I don't, I just hate conspiracy theories. Everybody's got conspiracy theories. There's aliens. Maybe there is. I don't know. I'll do good to handle the ones I can see, much less the ones I can't see. Amen. But you get off on all this stuff, you know, and I mean, you know, and, and then they tell you, well, we're going to go through the tribulation. We're going to go through the tribulation. And, just, you know, my lands. The earth is flat. Okay. Whatever. I'm not interested. Watch this. First John 1, 8. If we say, now this talking to Christian people, watch this one here. If we say that we have no sin, we do what? Deceive ourselves. If you're saved and you say, I don't sin, you're deceiving yourself. And the truth is not in us. 
God said, I want you to confess your sins. I want you to deal with it. I want you to get honest about it. I don't want you to deceive yourself and say, that wasn't sin. What's that one? You know, we can go into a deal where somebody says, well, I got sanctified holy. I don't sin no more. But the worst one is this, is that we quit identifying what we're doing as sin. It's not sin. That's right. But what they do is sin. But what I'm doing, well, that's not really sin. Yeah. I used to get tickled when I was a kid. The guys get up and pray in the church. They say, oh, Lord, forgive us of our shortcomings. <laughs> and I'm going, what's your shortcomings? Is that some kind of new biscuit? <laughs> you know, they never call it sin. What God wants you, if you lied last week, you know what God wants you to do? He wants you to get with him and say, Lord, I lied. And then go make it right. Okay, uh, next one. First John 3, 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Don't be deceived. You know, there are things that are right. There are things that are wrong. You don't have to mess around about that. The things that are right are what, what God says. Second John, verse number seven. For many deceivers are entered into the world. They're all around you. They're everywhere. They're thick. Yeah. Who confess not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh. That's Mormonism, Jehovah Witnessism, Islam. Amen. They do not confess that. They do not believe Jesus is God in the flesh. I mean, I'm going to ask you a question. How in the world... Does somebody, some, some kid drive up on a bicycle and start talking to you and telling you about the Book of Mormon and you bite into that stuff and you believe it and you wind up letting them baptize you in the Mormon church? How do you get there? I mean, I have seen them. I've looked them in the eye and they look like sensible, reasonable people, but they're deceived. How do you believe that some jack leg over there found gold plates on the hillside somewhere and some angel named Moroni told him all this stuff and he looked in his hat with his magic stones and, and started talking and somebody writing down the Book of Mormon and it got, when God said it's done, Revelation 22, don't add. Amen. And how do you go along with that when he's got, I've got, I've got, uh, uh, I've got access to a picture that he had, uh, Joe, what's the second one? Joe Smith was one. He's a martyr. Uh, what's the next one? Brigham Young. Brigham Young had, what was it? 20 some wives. There's a, there's a picture you can, there's a picture of all his wives. I mean, how many ever seen that picture? Yeah. Have you seen the picture? Yeah. He was proud of it. A whoremonger. A violator of God's word and people flocking out there and building the Mormon temple. Willing to go to the ends of the world to tell people that lie. Do you know why they're able to walk up to people's houses and fool them? Because they do not know the word of God. And people, and you know what they know? This is what, this is their own testimony. Our favorite people to find on the street are Baptists. Yeah, buddy. They've all been to church 40 years and don't know the Bible. Don't know the Bible. Yep. Lord have mercy. Amen. By, their own, by their own talk. They love to find somebody that's just been in church all but don't know nothing. Well, why do you believe this? Well, I don't know. Did your church preach this? Well, I don't remember. We have the truth. We're the Latter-day Saints. By the way, can I tell you something about your Mormon friends and neighbors? They don't believe you're saved. They believe you're going straight to hell. And, and if they won't tell you that, they're deceiving you. That's right. Amen. I don't know why today I've been on this Mormon deal pretty hard. Amen. Poor Mormons. James 1.26. Or no, Galatians 6.3. Good one. Watch this. I love this verse. I have a problem. 
Does anybody have the same problem I got? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Thinking I'm something when I'm nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm going to tell you what, that's, what, that's one of the most bell ringing verses I know in the Bible. All flesh thinks we're something. It'll prop itself and pride itself up. When, if a man thinks it'll be something, what is he? When he's nothing, what does he do to himself? They deceive ourselves. And that's dangerous. That's self-glorification. James 1, 26. If any man among you seem to be religious, bridleth not his tongue, he does what? I read that and wonder if I'm saved. No, I know I'm saved. But that's the area in life that I know that I need work on. I admire people who don't talk much. They know everything about you. You don't know nothing about them. <laughs> I admire people who can sit in a conversation and just do not feel prompted to say something. I don't know why I'm that way. You know, just, I think it's pride. I just think I've got to give my opinion. Amen. And it's foolishness. It's deceit. Let's go to the next one. Uh, did we get 22? Here, verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Doing what? Well, the way, worst ways to get deceived is just you hear it, so you have this intellectual, but you don't do it. Uh, 2 Timothy three thirteen. <clears throat> Please write these down. I do really encourage you to maybe go through them with your children and the family devotion, whatever. Even evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And that's what we're seeing in the day that we live. For 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 13. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness. And this is, by the way, the chapter of false prophets and the false uh, teachers. As they that count pleasure right in their spots, they are blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. God warns you in the book of Proverbs that be careful about who you're eating with. And they're, you know. <clears throat> the Bible warns about flattery. Flattery sets a net for you. You start, when somebody starts flattering you and this, I'm not, I, I know there's genuine praise and we need to genuinely praise that which is worthy of praise, especially in our children when they do right and so forth. But be careful that your praise and your praise isn't flattery. Trying to set somebody up. <clears throat> you ought to ask yourself a question. Why am I kind to people? Why, why do I, why do I, why, why am I nice to people? I, I, I won't even go someplace I could. I'll just get on it and I won't stop. T- Second Peter, what were we at? Okay, so Romans chapter 7. Did we get Second Peter 2.13? I think yeah. we did, didn't we? Yeah. Romans 7.11. Watch this. For sin, by taking occasion of the commandment, deceive me, sin will deceive you. That's right. Amen. And by it slew me. 1 Corinthians 6.9. This is wild. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminate, or abusers of themselves with mankind. That's a description of our day. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Don't deceive yourself about that. That's powerful preaching, powerful truth. Somebody tells you, I, I can live how I can want to. 
No, he can't. Mm -mm. And there's a, this, this is a huge area of self-deception in America right now. Are you saved? Have you been saved? Oh, yeah, I got saved back when I was 11. Hand me, fill her back up, bartender. You know, I got tickled this week. I read a deal somebody put out. You've probably seen it too. And that Budweiser did more to stop people from drinking beer than all the preachers have in the last 30 years. <laughs> Isn't that a mess? Isn't that a mess? 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Be not deceived. Watch this. Evil communications corrupt good manners. You hang around the wrong kind of people, it's going to mess you up. Get away from people that's corrupt communications. Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For what's for man so that shall he also reap. I've lived long enough to reap. It, that verse is accurate. You reap exactly what you sow. You reap more than you sow and you reap it later than you sow. But you reap it. Don't deceive yourself. What you do, you will reap. And it'll going to be in ways that you really don't want to reap it, I'm telling you. First uh, Timothy 2.14, Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgressions. All right. Second uh, Timothy 3.13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Titus 3.3, 3, trying to get through these tonight, for we ourselves were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, Serving divers' lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. A man that's lost is deceived. Because I want to tell you the truth about it. I don't never met anybody, and I don't even believe the ones who say it. If they knew what hell was, they've been deceived, thinking hell's not as bad as it is, or they won't go there. Matthew thirteen twenty two. Watch this verse: He that receiveth seed among the thorns, he that heareth the word, careth this world of deceitfulness of riches. Now I want to tell you something: riches are very, very deceitful. Very deceitful. They can make you think it'll make you happy, fulfilled, and satisfied in life. And they do not. Look all around you. Look, 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 look. You go all around you. Look historically. It has not made people happy. It's a deception. I'll tell you what'll make you content, that's Christ. What'll make you have joy is Christ. What'll make you have purpose and satisfaction is Christ. And his truth and his love and his life. It's just a fact. Now, I'm not against making money. I'm not against taking care of your family. I think we should. But be careful about that going and breaching beyond with that. Because the Bible says they that will be rich. Not, they're not that they got rich. They, they, that's, what their, that's what their goal was. That was their whole life goal was to be rich. Uh, Mark 4 or Matthew uh, 13. Or, wait, where are we at, guys? You guys got it there. Mark, Mark 4, 19. And the cares of this world. Here it is again. The deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in. Choke the word and become unfruitful. If you're not careful, I mean, you know, I've, I've been around the block and um, you can get your mind so on your business, get your mind so on all the things in the world, what you're trying to do that you just, God's word has no room in your heart. It cho chokes the word of God out. You come in church and you really didn't get anything because your mind and your heart and your soul and your spirit is just centered around that pursuit of business and work and money. And this, it's a tough deal. All right, next one, Hebrews 3.13, but exhort one another daily while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin that will deceive you thinking, you know, that oh, it's, it's no big deal. Sin is a big deal. Sin, think about this. God gave that commandment. They, one disobedience sent the whole world into curse. 
Just one, one, one disobedience, one time. Sin is a big deal. That which will separate you from God and send you to hell is a big issue. Do not be deceived. Sin is serious business. Uh, Isaiah 30, 10. Which say to the seers, see not unto the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. What's this? Prof- speak unto us smooth things, prophesy to thee. Everybody, everybody, everybody just stop right now. Look up here. I don't want anybody in this church to miss this. Don't get robbed right here. Look at that verse. This is what the problem in Israel was. They said to the seers, the prophets, their preachers, they said to them this, see not. We don't want you to see anything from God. And to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. We don't want you to preach the truth to us. Don't preach right. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. And when you get a nation or a people or a person, if you get yourself in that kind of condition, you don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to hear the righteousness. And you just want smooth preaching that made you feel good about the life and sin you're living in. You're big trouble. And this was the condition. All right, let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians 4.2. But having announced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God, how? Deceitfully. I watched a man do this the other day on the clip. A preacher. It was one of the beatenest things I ever saw in my life. I was telling you about the guy who was, was talking about women being preachers and all that. He went back and started with Deborah, which Deborah's position was not a spiritual leadership position. It was a political leadership position because now I, and I realized, and he went in about the seven the Phillips daughters. Okay. Who prophesied and all that justifying, but he stayed away from every other verse in the epistles to the church. I'm just going to tell you something right now. They'll handling the word of God deceitfully. I'll throw something at you. Guess what right now? The transgender crowd has got Bible to back up their life. How many knows that? There's a verse, there's a verse over in, uh, I can't think of the reference to it right now, but what it says that in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, bond nor slave, male nor female. And they're using that verse. Don't have anything to do with what they're talking about. Nothing to do with it. It's about our position in Christ that he's talking about. But they use that verse to justify what they're doing. That's called resting the scriptures to your own destruction. I wouldn't want to face God with that kind of nonsense. Amen. Amen. But that's the deceit. I mean, they're literally taking the Bible, twisting it to their own destruction. Okay, let's go to uh, Psalms 24.4. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul to vanity, nor what? Sworn deceitfully. Uh, I want to encourage you to do something. Now, this is tough. Randy, hand right there. That used to be all you needed in America. Shook hands on the deal. And our word was our bond. And America was a wonderful country when you could do that. Lawyers had a hard time getting business. But when you swear deceitfully, in other words, yeah, Randy, I'll do that. And then you back up on it, wiggle your way out. 
That's swearing deceitfully. And you're going to, you've already got in your head, you're going to wiggle out of this thing somehow or another, and you're going to figure out how you can take advantage financially of a situation like that. I want to encourage myself, and I want to encourage all of us tonight. Let's be people of our word. Amen. And I'm going to give you something further beyond that. If you've given your word, and you realize you made a horrible mistake, the Bible says go real quick to that person and try to get them to release you. And tell them, I've made a wrong decision, I should not have said that, and I would like for you to release me from my commitment. And if you can't be, I'm telling you something. He that, watch this. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. That's tough. But I will, I will say this to you. God will bless you if you'll do that. Be a man of your word. Let's be a church of our word. Let's be of our word. And I know we fail. How many's ever said stuff you wish you hadn't said? <laughs> I wish I hadn't said that. You know. And that's why God says, be very careful. Think it through. There's a law, I think, right now. Some of you real estate people might. I think there's a law in Missouri right now that you have three days. Is that true or not? Huh? You have three days to rescind? Why do they do that law? Because they know that people sometimes get the, oh, we want that so bad. And in the, in the, in the moment, oh, we're going to buy that place. And then you don't even lay your head on your pillow that night. And you're, oh, my land, what do we do? How are we going to pay for this? And so they know that. And, so I, and I don't think that's a bad law because just be honest about it. Sometimes we get overrode by our emotions and overrode by our greed or our desire, our covetousness. And that's not a bad law. I don't, I'm not, I don't disagree with that law at all. But do be careful about what you say you'll do. And it's extremely be careful about what you sign. Be very careful. Think it through. And if you don't have peace, back up and say, I'm going to have to think about this a while. Okay? Keep you out of a lot of trouble. All right. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 2, 3. For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor of guile. And that's, you know, you can take that as preaching or teaching or, or exhorting with some person or exhorting one another. Make sure that you're doing it for right purposes and not trying to, you know, throw something out. Have some Colossians 2.8. Beware, lest any man spoil you. That means to rob you. Spoil means to be robbed. If, take this and I'll just throw this side note. When two people talk about spoiling your children, it goes much deeper than people think it does. Spoiling means to have robbed them. You have robbed your child of maturity, yeah. of truth, of righteousness by spoiling them. Do not spoil your children. It doesn't mean, oh, I just doted on as much as it does mean you've robbed them of becoming a man or person of integrity and, and a, a, a righteousness. They've been robbed by their own parents. But uh, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy, vain deceit, after traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, not after Christ. And I say this with a lot of good statements out, a lot of good sayings, they're not all scriptural. Anybody think of an unscriptural statement that's pretty common? God helps those who helps themselves. Yeah. Oh, really? Nice little works religion statement, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I, there's a statement here. If you're going to pray for potatoes, I like it. Pray for potatoes, pray with a hole in your hand. Yeah. You're going to pray for potatoes, pray with a hole in God does this, you know, God says we can pray. But he also, there's a balance to that. We are to work. We are to labor. You don't sit around and say, oh, God, drop potatoes out of the sky. He may just do it. Bunk, bunk, bunk. You know? <laughs> All right. 
But uh, what's that thing? Romans 1 tells us about the condition of the lost world being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, malicious, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, full of it, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God. Deceit is in that. Uh, I want to ask you a question. When, when the beer companies put an advertisement up and they've got this beautiful gal, you know, and, 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 and they got this guy and, and, and he's got that bud or whatever it is or cures in his hand. And this beautiful gal, what's the message they're sending to you? That if you'll drink beer, all the good looking girls will come at you. Is that true? No. How do you know? You tried it? <laughs> I drank beer and they didn't nobody come around. <laughs> and I'm going to say, you will never see, now watch this, you will never see an advertisement of skull of a beautiful woman kissing him. While he's dripping skull. Why is it? <laughs> you don't see the look on the women's face. Not the marble man. Yeah. Now, that's marble man. Cowboy head on, boots man, good looking, rugged, you know. What's the message? You smoke these. You're allowed to be riding a horse across Montana. <laughs> Yeah, and he died of lung cancer. Yep. They didn't tell you that. He died of lung cancer. Yep. Marble man. Every, the one that used to get me was this one here. Some stupid aftershave. Aqua Velva. He's an Aqua Velva man. I remember that. And then after he would go, this woman would come rushing up to him. And, what was the message? You buy Aqua Velva. Man, and women will just come. Your wife even will come running at you. It doesn't work. <laughs> you know what? I, it's crazy thinking right now. Please take this and just enjoying ourselves. I hate deodorant. <laughs> I got to tell you this stupid story. <laughs> I was getting ready to go to Philadelphia and my wife's helping me pack. And she says, you want me to put some deodorant in? I said, nah, I don't like deodorant. I don't like you. She said, honey, you do need to like deodorant. <laughs> Karen, you're married to me. I'll be used to this. <laughs> so you know what I got from that? Maybe I ought to start using some deodorant. <laughs> but isn't it funny how they use all this stuff to, they're lying to you. Ain't nobody going to come up and hug you and kiss you because you put aqua velva on. There used to be one where they'd have black horses running through the snow and rearing up, you know, drinking Coors beer up in the mountains. In the mess. And then all of a sudden, here's this beautiful woman and she's just laying all over this guy that's drinking Coors beer. And I'm going, man, alive, I could be up in the mountains with snow on and there'd be beautiful women around me and, I, and big black horses rearing up. And it's a whole deception. It's just a joke. What'd you say? You get run over by the horse. I'd get tromped by the horses. That's how they'd throw me, amen. It'd almost be like Dean riding his horse, you know. <laughs> but isn't, isn't the deception of, you know, get, get on, uh, uh, can I tell you the truth? We're constantly being deceived about war in this country. Yeah, come on now. To feed the industrial yeah. military complex. Yeah. Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. 
We're constantly being fed stuff to justify. Has anybody wondered where all the millions and billions we're sending to Ukraine is being used for? Yeah. I'll tell you something. Barisa, board Barisa. What do you call that? Barisma. You know, and I'm not saying that being for, you know, I'm kind of for Ukraine myself personally, but I don't see, like, what's going on? How come it is that all we got people over here and all kinds of needs over here? You know? Deception. I was trying to get deception everywhere. All right, let's finish out here. What's the next one, guys? Romans or Mark uh, 7.22. Thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. And then let's finish up with Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 26. How long shall be this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. Watch this. Which think to cause my people to forget my name. Wow. Okay. We have a surprise tonight. All the fathers who are right with God, get your songbook and come on up.